0: give you two quick points and then we'll have a a brief moment of prayer and then shift gears over to our uh, our new platform we're going to be using. Uh, I do want to tell those that are watching online tonight that if you are watching on a cell phone, uh, you're going to need that phone to download the new platform we're going to be using to simplify so much here on our property. Uh, So if you are tuning in on live stream on your phone, you may get a new device, uh, watch it on an iPad or watch it on your computer. That way you can use your phone to download that. So... Uh, As we're prepping for that, you may need to get a different device. Uh, All right, Psalms chapter number 90. Look down, if you will, to verse number 10. The Bible says, The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow? For it is soon cut off and we fly away. Now look down at verse number 11. Who knoweth the power of thine anger, even according to thy fear? So is thy wrath. Now verse 12 of Psalms 90 is a very important verse that I think you ought to hide within the reaches of your heart this year. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Let's pray. Lord, thank you tonight for the privilege to be back. Thank you that you've given us, Lord, a vision for this year. And Lord, I pray we would do our best to fulfill your will, Lord, to find the needs of now. Lord, to find the opportunities of now and to do the work of now. Lord, while we have time, until you return, help us tonight, this few minutes in your word, to reinforce that a little bit, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I watched a little bit of football the last few weeks, college football playoffs. I watched some of that. I watched a little bit of NFL, don't watch a lot of that, but I watched a little uh, of some of the playoffs getting ready and rolling. And there's one common statement I've heard uh, several times about these playoff teams, teams that have made it out of the regular season and onto the playoff, and they are hopeful to either go to the Super Bowl or. Sorry about that. By the way, we have new cups in the bookstore, and they come with straws supposed to announce that this morning and that was a good reminder aren't those beautiful church uh, insulated mugs and you even get a nice stainless steel straw because we want to be green right we're not using plastic straws and killing uh, sea turtles and so there's uh, there's that in the bookstore uh, but i'm watching these college football games and they're talking about these teams who have made it into the playoffs and there's a common statement that's met uh, that said in just about every one of these games it says these teams excel on every level Okay, not just on offense, not just on defense, but in every phase of the game, offense, defense, and special teams, they excel. And one of the phrases they also use is these teams that go far and are very successful uh, in their campaigns to win a championship or a Super Bowl, uh, that they do the little things well. Uh, that down on the smallest level they tackle well in open field Uh, they don't have penalties the little things that add up after a while they do those things well now basically what they're saying is they do well in the small parts and that results in doing well in the whole now i want you to think about that tonight as far as our church is concerned lord willing we look to do well this year we look to grow we look to fulfill the will of god in an entire year But in order to do that, we've got to do well in the smaller parts, okay? We're not just going to wake up at the end of 2022 and say, man, we had a great year. The great year that, Lord willing, we will have will be a result of great months that we had, and great weeks that we had, and great days that we had, boiling it all the way down to the moments. Now, I think I shared this with you last year, but I think it bears reminding, even had a slide made for it this year. Uh, This is something I have tried to live by for years, uh, and it's helped me manage my time uh, I have on the top here of my paper redeeming our days I can't remember yes what we have on this one tonight let me show you put that slide up right quick guys uh, of how to manage our time and redeem our days uh, years ago I wrote this down in my Bible and I try to live by it sometimes I don't do it very well but I try to live by that in order to redeem the time that I have and redeem my days because before you know it you wake up you're 42 years old your hair's falling out uh, and your daughter graduates in three years and you're thinking well, where did time go And so what we have to do is learn to redeem our days. Here's how we do it. Number one, minutes must matter, okay? Minutes will add up to hours eventually. So let's try to make sure our minutes are going to matter. Now, what is our goal? Our goal is to win the year. Our goal is to have a good and productive year to where we fulfill the will of God as a church. But that boils down to winning in those small areas. Those minutes must matter. Number two, hours must be honored, Hours must be honored. Make sure that we have our hours and the time that we're honoring the Lord in that time that we have. Seeking, okay, what can I do with my time now? Not having a lot of idleness and downtime. What did grandma used to say? Idleness is the devil's workshop. It surely is. Why? Because idleness gives place to the devil. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. Days must be dedicated. Days must be dedicated. Make sure Dave Ramsey says, give every dollar a name. You ought to give every day a name. And I'm not just talking about Monday or Tuesday. Make sure that you have days that are dedicated. Hey, this is the day I'm going I'm to go door knocking. This is the day that I'm going to spend my time in my devotions. This is the day that I'm going to do whatever it is. But you've dedicated that time. You're budgeting your time. Weeks must be one. All right? Weeks must be one. I do really good on Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, by Thursdays, Friday, and Saturday, it's unraveling, and it's a dumpster fire, all right? If you're going to win your week and have a productive week where those small parts add up to winning your year, you've got to win the week. Months must matter, and then finally, the year will be yours. I try to live by that, and I want to encourage you, if you're going to have a successful year, Uh, you got to start now in those small areas of your life. I even started this year. I have a new form. Uh, This is for me. You're welcome to have a copy of it. But this is what I use. I have a folder in there. uh, And on the top it says, Redeem the Day. And I start at the very top. I have a line of what time I wake up. Uh, At the very bottom, I have a time that I go to sleep. Uh, On the side, I have my morning prayer, specific prayer needs of my day, responsibilities, opportunities, and accountabilities. I even have in there for things I did as a dad, as a husband, things I did to encourage someone else. My three E's, evangelize, encourage, and edify. What are you trying to do? Making sure that I budget my time that I have throughout my day, because I assure you, if you leave it to memory, it will not happen. All right? You've got to have some system of accountability to keep up with your time. Now, why did I say all of that? I said all of that because when you look at this passage of Scripture in Psalms chapter 90, uh, and you look down, the Bible says the days of our years are three score and ten. Speaking of the average lifespan of man, you're looking at 70 years. And if by reason of strength, they be four score years. How many people do we have 80 or older here tonight? 80 or older, by reason of strength. Look around. These are strong people. The Lord's blessed them uh, with a long life. The Bible says, by reason of strength. Keep reading. They be fourscore years, yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. I'm only 42 years old. to think about 80 years. You're thinking, boy, that's a long time. But the Bible says that time is going to be fleeting and that time is going to fly away. But watch what the Bible says in verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. I want to give you two points out of this verse, and we're going to go into the next phase of the service tonight. I want to show you to be motivated by your moments, okay? Motivated by your moments. and What that simply means is uh, you're not saying, well, I'm going to get around to it on Friday and catch things up. No, I'm going to make every moment count. And these verses show us two things. Number one, let me show you, it shows us the brevity of now, your notes aren't going to be up there. You're going to have to write them down, okay? We're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way. The brevity of now. Notice what it says. Even 80 years, the Bible says, will soon be cut off and we fly away. Now, we're thinking 80 years is a long time, but life is brief, I looked at how many scriptures we had today in the word of God. I was looking at this afternoon that deal with the brevity of life. Spurgeon said this. He said, time is short. Eternity is long. It's only responsible that we live this life according to eternity. Time is short. Eternity is life. It's only responsible for us and of us to live life thinking about the next life because this one is so short. What does the word of God say in James? This life is a vapor. We saw it on the video this morning. It appeareth for what? A little time. Even if you live 80 years, even if you live 100 years, the Bible says this life is brief. It appeareth for a little time. Now, I know what we think. I was younger once, and I thought, you know, as I get older, uh, I'm really going to dedicate myself to living more for the Lord. And, you know, because there's a time in our life that comes where we just flip the switch, right? where we start living for God and start being surrendered, and there's a time that we just naturally all of a sudden become that super Christian that we always wanted to be. No, we become that person in those moments, those daily devotions, those moments that we slowly and surely gave to God. Why? Life is brief. I did some numbers this afternoon. If you look at the Pine Belt area, and there is an actual area that is known as the Pine Belt, there's over 306,000 people in the Pine Belt All right? I consider the Pine Belt definitely within our Jerusalem and Judea, our area of reach that God has called us to here at Central Baptist Church. When I looked at the map of what is considered the Pine Belt, uh, we have members from every county that is considered in the Pine Belt. Think about this tonight 306,000 people. In order for us to reach them over the course of a year, we'd have to knock on 838 doors every day. 838 doors every day. Now, if we knock on a hundred doors a day, do you know how long that's going to take us? Over eight years. It'll take us eight years to reach the pine bell. Now, why do I say that? I say that because one of the greatest lies the devil will sell us is we have time. We have time. It'll take us eight years knocking a hundred doors a day to reach every door in the pine bell. What are you saying? Look, we don't have time. We don't have time. We've got to make our moments matter. Why? Number one, life is brief. But I want to show you the result, and we're going to close this out. In verse number 12, the Bible says, so, so, all right? Because our days are brief and our time is brief. So as a result, what's the result of that? So teach us to number our days. that We may apply our hearts unto wisdom. See the brevity of now. Number two, notice the burden of now. Because life is brief, we should respond to that. Because our days are short, as verse 10 says, our days are going to fly away, so teach us to number our days when we apply our hearts unto wisdom. When you understand the brevity, remember this, you understand the brevity, you will undertake the burden. All right? You understand the brevity, the briefness of life. You will undertake the burden of now, what God's calling us to. How often, when we find out maybe our time is short, do we get serious about serving God? I'll bet tonight, most of us, if not all of us, if we found out our time was short, we would sell out for God. We would. What if, what, what if the Lord allowed us to know tonight you got seven days? You got seven days. I'll guarantee you a lot of things that we thought would matter tomorrow would not matter tomorrow. Why? Because that brevity has created a burden. Oh, my soul. I've got to start living for eternity. That's why he says so, because life is brief, we should have a burden about that, all right? Time is not going to slow down. Time is only going to get faster. At some point, look, you got to jump in ready or not. All right? you got to say, I've got a burden about what God wants me to be and what God's called me to do. And I may not have it all figured out yet, but I'm just going to jump in with both feet. Why? Because time is brief, and I'm burdened by that. My wife got her little bug. She drove it to church today for the first time. I guess it was for the first time. And, uh, man, I tell you, it's kind of like, well, this is when Miley starts driving one day, you know, watching her just strike out on her own, her little bug there, and driving herself to church. She's Miss Independent now. And uh, I've always wanted to get her one of those. But I just couldn't find the right one. You know, just find that right fit, the right mileage, right color, just couldn't find the right fit. Well, the year she wants was between 2002 and 2012. And uh, I wanted under 100,000 miles on this car. And you know it just dawned on me a few months ago? That these cars are only getting older. And the odds of finding one with 100,000 miles is only getting less and less and less. So rather than just wait on the perfect car, I might just better go ahead and get one. Why? Because they aren't getting any newer. You see, I was motivated to act because of time. Time is passing. Now, you should be motivated so much the more tonight for the will of God. You and I should. Why? Because of time. We should be burdened by the brevity of time that we have. That's why Jesus said in John 9, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. Listen to the next words. The night cometh. Here's Jesus, our example. What is he motivated by? Moments. The night's coming. The Lord's going to come back before too terribly long, and I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also burdened about it. There's a lot of doors in the Pine Belt that we have not knocked yet, and we've got to make sure that we redeem our time because we're burdened about the brevity of our time. Now, folks, I think tonight you've just got to get on board right? Don't wait just for the perfect moment. Set on the video this morning. Don't wait just for that right opportunity. Just get on board. Hey, say, I want to be a part of what God's doing at Central Baptist Church. I'm burdened about it. I can't sing. I can't preach. I can't teach. Uh, You know, I can just wave at people out there in the parking lot. Maybe we can give you a job. They do that at Walmart. People greeters. Why don't we have them here at our church? Just somebody out there in the parking lot waving at people. Say, hey, we're glad you're here. What are you saying? I'm saying the perfect opportunity may not always be there, but because you're burdened about the brevity You're going to be motivated to be a part of the will of God here before he comes back. Several heads bowed and eyes closed just for a moment tonight. going to have a word of prayer and way of invitation and then transition to the next part of the service.